What is up, best friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, a kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up this wonderful community. My name is Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. WhoDatNinja73, and man, oh man, I am glad to be back and doing this intro for you all. I took a little self-imposed little break this summer. Um, I probably should have communicated that a little bit better to everyone who listens. Uh, it's just, it was a lot for me to work 50 plus hours a week and then come home and, um, find the energy to, uh, do this and not have the quality suffer. Um, so I'm sorry if I didn't communicate, communicate it that well to you all. Um, I am super happy to be back and doing this. Um, this episode is actually, uh, uh, one of the ones I recorded, uh, weeks ago. Um, and I was been too caught up in stuff to get to it to edit together edit it together um i feel awful for my guests because she is a fantastic wonderful lovely person um and you all know her as zoranix on twitter and on twitch.tv slash zoranix uh it's fiona mckinnon uh fiona is fant- she's fantastic there's she's one of my favorite people in this community um one of the first uh, people I remember interacting with on a Twitch stream, uh, I played Jackbox with her years ago uh, before I decided to like, get more actively involved. And uh, I was so happy to have her on. Um, I cannot wait to see her in person, in real life, uh, for New York Comic Con. She's coming down to New York City uh, for Comic Con, and that's going to be that's going to be so awesome. Uh, if you live in the New York area, or you're coming out east to New York Comic Con, or out west if you're flying from England or whatever other country, um, please uh, be on the lookout for a kind of funny community meetups. Uh, you can follow kind of. NYC, I believe it is. Hold on. Let me check. I should have done my homework. I want to make sure it's out there because uh, myself and another former guest on uh, this show, uh, Kelsey, um, we put on uh, community meetups all throughout the year and um, want to make sure you all uh, be able to come out and do it because meeting up with best friends in person is awesome. Um, That is at Kinda NYC for all your New York um, New York kind of funny community meetups. They'll all come out of there. I'm rambling a lot today. You say I'm not used to this. Uh, I'm getting back into the groove of things. You will, however, enjoy this conversation because Fiona and I talk about uh, our love of board games. Uh, where Zoranix came from? Because that is such a unique name. And uh, um, maybe you already know, but guess what? She's going to talk about it again. Um, and, you know, just bask in the glory that is Fiona McKinnon. And without further ado, let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this.
Fiona. Hello. Thanks for joining me on this next episode of Best Friends Talk Funny. How are you? I am fantastic and super excited to be here. You are now the second Canadian I've had on, which is fantastic. <laughs> and you're uh, East Coast Canada, right? I am. I am. Uh, where where in Canada? I am in a small little province called Nova Scotia, um, also mm-hmm. Latin for New Scotland. Um, so I live in a place called Halifax. Uh, not many people know about it. Some people think it's in central Canada if they don't mm-hmm. know where Canada is or what provinces we have. So yeah, 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 I'm on the very east. I'm actually not the most east province, but I am. Oh, in, okay. Yeah. What is the most east? Um, there is a place. Uh, okay, it's called Newfoundland and Labrador, or it's for um like easier to pronounce. It's Newfoundland and Labrador. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Newfoundland actually has their own time zone, which is 30 minutes ahead of us. So right now, oh, wow, just 30 minutes. Just 30 minutes. Is it worth it for the 30 minutes? I don't know. It's always been like that. It was just like, <laughs> weird. we have this thing called CBC Radio, and then it's just like, it's now 2 p.m. in Halifax and 2.30 in Newfoundland. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, every single time. That's That seems like a waste of time. Like, literally. <laughs> seems, like a wa- seems like a waste of time. A literal waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you been a Canadian your entire life? I have. I was actually born in the capital of Canada, which many people think it's Toronto. It's actually in Ottawa. And then I moved mm. to Nova Scotia when I was one. And I've lived in Nova Scotia ever since. How, how far is Ottawa from Nova Scotia? Uh, driving-wise, probably about 15 to 16 hours. Wow. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah, central Canada. Yeah, because ca- Canada is huge, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of land that I can't fathom people live in. It is actually <laughs> larger than the United States, um, and we only populate thirty five percent of Canada. We uh, wow. we live mostly near the border, so mm. haha. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> any it's typically that's the most like populated areas, just because anywhere you go north, it's just trees wilderness and funny enough a lot of snow so there's like a lot of mountainous ranges depending on where you go um out west we have like the large mountain area so there's like a lot of places there that aren't populated but we have a lot of snow too not right now it's hot guys it's not snowing (laughs) in canada yeah no it's very hot down here uh What's the, uh, how far north have you gone in Canada? Uh, have you, have you seen like the crazy wilderness parts of it? Um, so I haven't seen too far up. Um, I went to Northern New Brunswick once, which is enough. Um, (laughs) and I've (laughs) been to Quebec. Um, so, um, there is Northernness areas in Quebec. I don't even remember. I was like 12, so I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, but typically I don't venture too far out East. Um, so Mm -hmm. I've been to a lot of, actually I've been to like Eastern like states, but I haven't been anywhere past that particular point yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, what do you do up there in in Canada? That's I like to call it. (laughs) Um, so I work, obviously, um, I do streaming on my free time, so I stream on Twitch, I do art on a regular basis, and play, honestly, a lot of board games. Yeah. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. probably video games. That's probably about it. Yeah. Yeah. What what do you do? What do you do for work? I am a supervisor in a contact center for cell phone support and sales. 
So, oh boy. yes, I have <laughs> many fun stories. And what's great about it is we work specifically mostly with Americans. So mm-hmm. I get to deal with, I don't personally take many phone calls or chats anymore since I am a supervisor, but um, I definitely have had my fair share of interesting interactions. Do, do you have like a super memorable one that you can share? Oh man, <laughs> let me pull out my entire like novel yeah. of customers <laughs> that I've talked to. Oh God. Oh God. I'm trying to think. There's like so many. Um Probably I had one customer who kept on coming into chat. This is like a nice person, by the way. I'm not going to go with the oh, name first of all. Good, um, good. So it was a nice guy. His name is Spike. Spike, if you're listening. Spike. Hey, Spike. <laughs> um, every single time I come into chat, he was super nice. and fl- like, every, like I talked to him for two weeks trying to set up all of his stuff. Um, mm-hmm. We have that to range to I've talked to people who run an escort service. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So their service wasn't working because they texted over 300 of their clients all at once and um to let them know that they were having a recent deal on the women in her establishment and holy crap so um we had to have a conversation with her about the fact she was texting too many people and yeah. at once um uh, got some great recommendations on some <laughs> ladies who do that um that's like the it's like a Groupon for for escorts. <laughs> it's just like fifteen percent off if you. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, there's just so many interesting ones. We definitely have some yeah. like customers who. Oh, my favorite one was a customer called in once, and he said, "I'm currently in a phone booth. I've smashed my cell phone that I just got from you guys. He actually got it that day. He took a rock and smashed it." And then okay. he said that my parole officer needs to get in contact with me and you guys need to send me a new phone so I can contact my parole officer. And I'm like, whoa, excuse me, sir. What are you talking to me on? Yeah. <laughs> and apparently he was in a phone booth and it was pouring rain and he had to walk two miles in the rain to talk to me. And I said, instead of calling me, call your parole officer. Yeah. And he's just like, no, I need my cell phone. And it happened for like a week and a half where he would just like walk up apparently always in the rain. And I don't mm. understand where he lives <laughs> in the U.S. And it's raining for two and a half weeks. And he's just, probably Seattle. I don't even remember. The guy yeah. was crazy. But there was like, it's a broad spectrum. We definitely deal with some like high end security risk stuff too. So it's. Oh, wow. Yeah, definitely some awkward situations. But those are like I- the funnier ones. I want to know why that guy smashed his phone with a rock he, in the first place. He couldn't activate it properly. He didn't contact us. Oh, so he just got mad and smashed it? Um, I assumed that his parole officer was for his anger management. So, I mean... Mm. he was. That's probably a good thing to, to guess for that. Yeah, definitely. That yeah, that reminds, uh, reminds me of a story when I used to work at GameStop. Mm-hmm. Some guy brought in uh, Battlefield Hardline on PS3. Yep. And he wanted to return it because he didn't like it. And he brought it brand new, and we all know GameStop's policy where you can't return a new game. Much like you drive a new car off the lot, it's not worth the same. Of course. And being very polite, I said, I can't take it back for full refund. I can offer you trade credit for, which is, like, my least favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. And he just took the disc out of the case and snapped it in my face. Just two, like, seven different pieces that went flying all over the store. And I just stood there in shock. I was like, uh, Okay. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry. You're angry. He just walked out. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so he just wasted 60 bucks 
and thank god no one got like shrapnel in the eye because that's what i was worried about yeah and i've never seen that type of anger before and that was like one of my the last few weeks i worked in retail because like i couldn't take i couldn't take that anymore retail i i worked in a call center my very first job was a well other than being a camp counselor i was Mm -hmm. i worked in a call center for internet technical support which was fantastic um fantastic quotations um and then i left and i'm like oh man i'll go to retail retail so much ease no mm-hmm. i'm never doing that again that was such ugh, i there's like no words how much i did disliked being in retail so then i yeah. went right back into a call contact center so the, it, it's a double-edged sword too because like i now have an appreciation for everyone who works in retail but i also know when you're not working as well as you should be yeah. or like helping out as much as great as you should and that's the thing especially when you work in customer service um even if i have to call con- like if i have to call customer service for myself for maybe stuff that i own if i have bad customer service i'm just like i would like to speak to your representative i would like to have mm-hmm. your number and i would like to fi- um, get a transcript of this interaction and they're just like well i can't do that and i'm like fun fact i know you can do this because <laughs> yeah, i yeah. work in the same line of work like i'm not generally that type of person i did in fact one time when <laughs> when i worked for internet technical support i had another provider because we dealt with central canada where so we mm-hmm. didn't get that type of internet and i called internet technical support at 8 a.m and i said hey I currently have my modem. We just got it. It's not working properly. I just need you to re I'm like activate it on your end. And the guy's just like, um, well, you're not the account holder. And I said, okay, the account holder is currently asleep. We called yesterday yeah. and I'm the second in command on this account. And he said, no, you're not. And I'm like, okay, I will wake up my roommate who <laughs> just came off of a shift that ended at one thirty, yeah. and then you can deal with that. So I woke up my roommate, he yelled at him and then the um, representative talked to me afterwards and he acted as though I didn't know really much like anything. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we're playing this game. So I'm just like, what does the modem do? Um, I just, oh, you told me to plug it. I just unplugged all the cords. All the lights are off now. What am I supposed to do? And he's just like, unplug them back in. And I'm just like, well, I don't know where the cords are now. I walked out of my room. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> 35 minutes. I, oh man, I was very uh, young and very mean. I do apologize mm-hmm. whoever that was. I definitely don't no. do that again. I, I appreciate that. Some some people need that type of response. Yeah. Because they, they think they're they're better than everyone else. But that's that's another time and place. Uh, place. Your your Twitter handle. I'm very curious. Yep. What's it all about? <laughs> so I get that a lot. Um yeah. just because I know a lot of my things I'd say Fee because I my nickname's Fee. Um mm-hmm. so Zoranix is based off of my World of Warcraft shaman that I created oh god, ten years ago to yeah. pretty much. And um what happened was we were playing World of Warcraft. I wanted to play a night elf druid. Um, which apparently to my friends, which I only started to play World of Warcraft because I used to hang out with a bunch of guys and it was just myself, my um, friend Sylvana, and then a bunch of dudes. And every time eight o'clock hit, they just scattered. We would just be like, why, why are you guys going? And they're like, we have to go raid. So we're like, okay, we'll, we'll buy World of Warcraft. So I did that and I made a night elf druid. And apparently that was blasphemous, which I didn't know at the time, which for the horde um yeah. my friends just like you need to make either a 
orc or a troll? And I said, okay, I guess the troll looks better than the orc. And so I made this shaman and I'm like, what should I name it? And I just came up with Zorani off the top of my head for some reason. Okay. Yeah. It was just like, I thought it sounded like something like very like trollish. So I chose that. And then ever since then, I played World of Warcraft for five years, got way too addicted. And mm-hmm. I just stuck with the name Zorani. Um, okay. However, um, when I tried to make my PlayStation account, someone had already taken Zorani. Really? Yeah. Which is super weird. Um, that is so. Weird. I thought I should keep on brand because yeah. so everything's Zoranix now. That's not yeah because I I searched for it to see like if it was a reference to something, and the f- first couple things are are your Twitter, your Twitch channel. So like that's so perfect. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I'm just like, okay. So if people need to look me up, the very first thing is me, and not just like this is from some movie. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of ceramics and what you use it for, yes, you you stream on Twitch. You mentioned it earlier. I do. What's that like as someone who's like this is as as like adventurous as I get because I'm a very shy person. So like mm-hmm. podcasting is is a lot for me. Yeah. But streaming, I can I can't imagine the amount of work and anxiety that I might you might feel. Um. So at first, definitely, um, I had that anxiety. Um. Now it's just. For my mentality, it's just me hanging out with a bunch of friends while I play video mm-hmm. games. So yeah. um, <laughs> definitely a lot. Ca- like I'm definitely a casual streamer. Um, I'm gonna. I'm trying to get more into it. Um, I got a capture card, and I just tonight. Um, today for my birthday, I got a stream deck, which is like one of those things that have a bunch of buttons on it, and you press Ooh. something, and then things happen. I don't. Guys, I know my description is <laughs> super technical. Um, uh-huh. It comes with 15 buttons. You can keybind them to different things you want your stream to do. Um, no, it's just something I've really enjoyed doing. Um, it's just something I can do on a, my spare time and honestly in the future, fingers crossed, in dreams, doing becoming that full time. Mm. Just because I get to share my passion with other people. Um, I honestly, in person, surprise, I am shy. Um, when you first meet me, I am a giant scare like shy person but then afterwards I kind of warm yeah. up but no I've just I've really enjoyed streaming I've done it off and on for two years mm-hmm. so it's been definitely an experience um it's def there are times where you will feel the anxiety um and just yeah. start kind of being like whoa like what am I supposed to be doing like I personally deal with that on a regular basis <laughs> so yeah um you definitely start second guessing yourself which is a big problem the only thing is you kind of it's either you're able to get past that or you're not able to which sometimes mm-hmm. i haven't been able to but i yeah. thoroughly enjoy it i've met so many people through that and obviously the kind of funny community yeah. which i cannot thank enough for sure yeah uh so you said you started about two years ago yes i did why why did you want to get into the whole twitch streaming thing okay so there's one person and I say this every single time, and he's very modest and won't admit to it. Um, mm-hmm. So I was on Sean Capri's. Um, hey. Yeah, Sean Capri. <laughs> I was on his um, predictions cast for 2016. It was for the mm-hmm. Xbox One because the person he had on the show actually um, last second fell through. Um, Zyger tagged myself and Kaylee and said, maybe um, I know these two are free today. And I said, yeah, sure. I'll be on the podcast. Like I've mm-hmm. never done this before. Freaking out because I'm not an Xbox person whatsoever, guys, at all. 
So I was coming up with this massive list of games that might come out that year. And then he just kind of like opened me up to like podcasting, streaming, and just kind of like getting more confidence to actually do stuff in the community. Um, And I've always been interested in Twitch, but I'd always been kind of like afraid to to do it. But um, that podcast actually kicked my butt into gear and was just like, I'm going to stream this week. Don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it because this was a lot of fun. I got to hang out with people and that's what I want to do. So I jumped right into streaming that weekend. I'm just like going on my PlayStation. I did it natively and I'm, I don't even remember what I streamed. I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, what was the stuff that uh, you said you didn't remember? But like, what kind of stuff do you normally stream? Oh, gosh. Um, well, every so often I'll play a horror game every Monday. I'm bringing that back up. So I've been playing Until Dawn. I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Uh, your your name for those streams are, is great. What what do you call them? Oh God, my Fionope streams for my yeah. Until Dawn. Yeah, <laughs> that actually came from Trevor <laughs> Starkey because my very first uh, Fionope stream, I, la- I think it was not last year, but the year before. It was Resident Evil 7 demo when it first came out. And I kept on mm. saying, nope, no, 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 no. And I kept on pausing over and over again. And he's just like, Fio, nope. This is definitely... He actually made my photo for my Twitch. And I just have That's not changed awesome. it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm totally with you on Resident Evil. Because uh, when I got my VR, yeah, uh, I wanted to try the kitchen thing. And I'm just like you. I was like, nope, mm-mm, mm-mm. mm-mm. At the moment, the I, I don't know the girl's name because I didn't play Seven or get past that part. But she turns the corner in the kitchen demo, VR, it's the most terrifying thing in the world. I ripped it off. I've never touched it again. No, I tried to play the game. <laughs> A friend of mine was just like, oh, man, I saw your demo. Like, here's, like, the game. You can play it. Like, feel free to. I spent 45 minutes trying to get into the house, said, mm-hmm. this bitch is not worth it constantly over and over <laughs> again and then i was playing in vr and i got to a point without any spoilers i was following her in the basement and yeah. i crouched and you just get like a i'm i'm sorry if this is a pg stream i got a full facial of like butt because i was crouching mm-hmm. down i'm like this butt isn't worth it either like nothing <laughs> about this is worth it i'm just like why and i was just like freaking out and i have not come back and someday i might I might have yeah. to drink some alcohol, but I'm definitely. Oh yeah, that's the only way I would ever hop back in. Yeah. Is if I was had a lot of beer in me and friends around me that I trust enough to not poke me while I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are what are some tips for somebody who's looking in to get into Twitch streaming? Um, one thing is, like, oh, do sorry. they need a no? Do they? It's okay. Oh. Do they need like a full setup? Absolutely not. Um, I started with my PlayStation. When you go into PlayStation, you click not on the options, but the, on the other button. I can't even think broadcast. It's, I think it's share share. So you click on share. There's an option for broadcast. Click on Twitch. Make sure you already have an account because you need to have an account to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and then come up with a really silly name and then just start streaming. Um, one thing that's amazing about at least this community is like, everyone's been super supportive of me while I've been streaming, but one, don't care about who's watching you just act as though people are watching you at all times, because what'll happen is if you have no one watching 
and you're t- um, just quiet. And then some people might come into your stream, see someone who's not talking, and then leave. So mm-hmm. when just have fun with it. Play, play something that you like. It does not have to be Fortnite. I know Fortnite's super popular yeah. right now, but please don't play. Like, if you don't like playing Fortnite, don't just play, oh, God, I'm going to have to play Fortnite so I can stream. Do something yeah. that you enjoy doing. There are people who play games and even art streams, which I've done as well in the past, which I love doing and I need to get back into. Just do something you're passionate about and you'll enjoy it because you don't want it to be a second job. It's not yeah. that's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a fun outlet so you can play games. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you you just brought up your art streams. Yes. Uh, was that how far into your Twitch streaming did you? decide you want to do some art stuff on there um well i've actually one of the main thing um reasons why i got into twitch in the first well watching twitch um, before i even was a part of the kind of funny community was watching creative streams i was a really huge fan of digital art i've been an artist since forever so Mm. i wanted to always get into the digital outlet and i realized that i was really interested in it my sister gave me a um wacom bamboo tablet years before and so i was just like you know what i'll try start i'll start doing this um i've always enjoyed watching people draw and i've been incorporating like nerdy stuff like i'm still working on um oh gosh wow i can't even think god of war how do i kratos kratos i was working on kratos how do i not remember kratos's name it's fine (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those days yeah Um, for sure i was working on kratos i created my um little um twitch affiliate um little button so if you subscribe to me it's a little otter that's like super happy because <laughs> i'm like keep keeping on brand with the otters um, yeah uh, why otters i love otters yeah um and to when i was playing the resident evil 7 stream i was actually i had a bunch of pictures of otters on the side of my screen so like i kept on scaring myself and i'm like otters i'm like yeah. they're so cute they're like my spirit animal because they're adorable, but like they're actually incredibly vicious and they're considered mm-hmm. one of the most deadly creatures in the animal kingdom. Yeah. But you don't under like you don't think so because they're so cute and they like mm-hmm. eat little pieces of food and then they like chomp backward. So cute. Everything Yeah, they're great. Everything about them. <laughs> uh and then my last question for like the Twitch streaming part is mm-hmm. I think I know the answer to this, but do you enjoy it? Does it ever feel like uh, like you're putting on a, a, a face when you're when you're streaming, like you're forcing yourself to do it. Um, so there have been times where I felt like that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, there were um, definitely some rough, rough patches in the past two years where I'm just like, I act like I'm happy on stream, and then the second I end it, I, uh, to be honest, and I'm not trying to be like upsetting or anything, I just like break yeah. down in tears because I'm upset. I don't think I'm doing well. I'm just like that mm-hmm. could have been better. I'm like, why am I not getting more views? Because that when I first started, I was like, oh, I'm, it's not about the views. And then I got to a point where I thought it was about it. And mm-hmm. I like was trying to constantly tell myself in my head that it wasn't about that. Um, but it was one of those things I haven't. <laughs> I constantly am like over processing things over and over and over oh, in yeah. my head. So it's just like constantly like nagging at me. So I got like super upset. Um, now I'm to a point where I'm just like, you know what? I'm having fun. I love it. Um, Playing Fortnite with all like everybody has been super fun. I've been playing with Kelsey, Mm -hmm. Jake, Matt, Mike. Have we played? I have not. No, I I am a. I don't play Fortnite that much, so I don't know if I'd be much help. Here's the thing: I never used to play Fortnite. Um, 
if you listen to the recording I did for the predictions with Sean Capri, I said I hated it. I would never play sure it. Yeah. Um, I said that th- I wanted it to end because mm-hmm. the Fortnite train was too annoying and too frustrating. And now I'm on the gravy train. I've spent <laughs> ga- money on the game and I play it all the time. So yeah. I, you just need to find something that you really enjoy. And that's what I've mm-hmm. really been enjoying is art. Sadly, horror games, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make this face while I say this. And um, just play. Honestly, the whole point of me even starting streaming was playing with friends. So Fortnite, Overwatch, Jack in the Box, like anything mm-hmm. that I couldn't specifically play. Or Jack, sorry, Jack in the Box, Jack Box games. I, I, yeah, I didn't even realize you said that. I was like, you're, you're the fast food stuff. <laughs> no, not fast. We don't even have that here. Um, oh, yeah. Or like the, the old toy. Yeah. The do, wind do, up do, toys. Do, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, it's all about playing with friends. So that was yeah. definitely a major factor. Is there a game coming out this year you're looking forward to stream? Okay, I'm gonna say Fallout, but oh, uh, um, what? I'm sorry, what? Fall, fall what? Fallout. It's fall fall out. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad about that because I recorded that episode with Jake and Matt. They never once said I was saying it incorrectly. I said it like five times, and I yeah. listened. I'm like, oh man, the podcast is out. I stop. Like, I start listening to it, and I say, I'm so happy because, like, one of my favorite, like, franchises is coming about, and it's Fallout. And I'm like, I stopped it. I'm like, no, I didn't. (laughs) No, I didn't. So, yeah, I'm super excited to play Fallout because I'm Uh going to just embrace it at this point. Um, I'm really excited about that. Um, One, because I get to play multiplayer. I'm super excited. Some people hate it. I'm super excited because I'm one of those that I'm a little wary about it. That's that's completely fair. Um, honestly, I was just happy to see that Fallout, Fallout, I guess, um, <laughs> was even coming out. I didn't. Yeah. I it was actually one of my predictions this year for E3, and so the second that I found out that it was a thing, I was just like, I don't even care if I lose, and I did. I was so happy that that game was coming out. Like anything else could have happened at E3. Mm-hmm. Everything could have gone on fire like there could have been like we're not releasing any other games i would have been like getting what i want yeah and then i leave just drop the mic yep. and go <laughs> just... for sure yeah yeah it, it, it definitely looks cool i i i've always loved the fallout universe mm-hmm. um fallout 4 was my first real fallout mm-hmm. in a way and i i enjoyed playing it it just didn't grab me like you know most people did but yeah. fallout 76 looks cool I do agree playing with friends sounds like a great idea mm-hmm. in that universe. Not sure how you're going to be able to use VATS. That's that's something. I don't know if they've kind of said anything. Cause, I don't think they have. Because that's how I played Fallout 4. Because the first person shooting isn't great yeah. in it. Um, and I'm a little worried about like these other players coming in and just wrecking my shit up. And then I just feel like they're just going to be picking on everybody. And I don't like that. Yeah, there's some toss-ups. I might. I think like the first thing that I think of is just like who might like. I ha- I know that like people in the community are going to be playing it, so I'm just like I'm just excited about that portion. Um, yeah. I definitely rage quit Fallout Four because I um, watched Paladin dance, who's one of the characters in the game. Um, without spoiling anything, um, he went through the floor and then disappeared. And I'm like, oh, no. what happened? Apparently, after a certain point in his quest line, he becomes an NPC again for a little bit. But you, I didn't know that. So instead mm-hmm. of just being like, okay, gotta go, like, this is happening, it was just like, 
do do and i'm like what where yeah. did, where did you go and like, this was after multiple other glitches so i was just like i quit oh yeah 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 it happens yeah um all right next next segment my fa- my brain's all foggy so I'm not the king of segways tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, give me one thing to watch, listen, read, or play, Fiona. Oh my goodness! I know you said you had a lot of back. You had a lot to to pull from, so I'm so excited. From I have, I have a book. Oh. Busting out the book. Busting out the book. Um. So one, I'm not sure if you're a Hayao Miyazaki fan. Um, I am not. Okay. So at Studio Ghibli for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. I am personally a massive fan. Um, they, he makes Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, um, everything else. I would highly suggest, um, just because it's not as kiddie, like, you could watch the kiddie movies with the kids at your work, um, because yeah. there's, like, My Neighbor Totoro, which is phenomenal. I'm a huge fan of Totoro. Um, Did he do, um, uh, I can see the cover with the, the fish. Is it Ponyo? Yeah, Ponyo? He made, yeah, he made Ponyo. Okay, I have seen that one, and that one I kind of enjoyed. Yeah, Ponyo. There is one, like, that's more adult. I would highly suggest um, Princess Mononoke. Um, mm-hmm. It is a longer film. It is gory, but it's definitely more the more adult um, movie that I would suggest. Um, but my, I'm a huge fan of Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle. So just like Studio Ghibli as a whole, I would highly suggest. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else I have on this list. I, I enjoy uh, Nino Kuni. Oh, I know, I know that's the the, it's, the same studio. Yeah, right? it's the same studio. Yeah, so I, I enjoy the games. So the movies are, are cool. It's just anime in general and like th- these type of forms of entertainment just never really pulled me in yeah but everyone's always talking about how great and beautiful these things are yeah and, and i've always wanted to i just i need to just do it i would highly suggest um if you want something more whimsical i would say spirited away if you want something gory and more adult i would suggest princess mononoke okay which is still whimsy um oh my god i still I, like i have a list like i was just sitting at work i'm yeah i'm ready and i was just like man like what am i gonna like come up with different things to suggest oh god how do i well for a video game i would highly okay. suggest um darkest dungeon that is one of my i was gonna get that um when i get paid yes uh, i so uh, it reminds me a lot of i'm a big fan of XCOM. Yeah. Like when characters are, are when they die, they're gone. Yes. So you have to be careful. And I feel in Darkest Dungeon, like they can get like terrified and sick and stuff. Yes, right? they can. That's that's what hooked me and yes. from that idea. So I'm excited. It's so good. I played it when it was in beta like three or four years ago. And I played it on PC, and I loved it. Like, I played hours upon hours. Mm-hmm. And then it came to PlayStation, then I had to buy it. Then it came to Vita, had to get it. And then I think it's on the Switch, so now I have to buy it on the Switch, because I have to continue the trend. It is a <laughs> phenomenal game. Um, if you like games like that, and you understand that you're going to lose everyone at some point, um, mm-hmm. it's definitely... Um, it has, like, that HP Lovecraft kind of theme to it, which is... I love that type of art style. It's so beautiful. God. What is the uh, what what is like the battling, like? 
Um, so it is definitely turn-based. Um, which you, I love. Which That's is fine. Fantastic. Um, they have 16 different characters that you can choose from, I believe. They may have increased it as of late, but I don't remember off the top of my head. So essentially, um, you have four different people that you take into a dungeon with you. Um, what happens is you're going back to your family manor. You um, have this kind of journal from your distant relative telling you that they found something in the house originally it was a gorgeous manor um everything was flourishing in the town and then he just got bored which i mean if you're a like a millionaire with tons of money and you have tons of girls and you're just bored he finds this book and then he goes and ventures it definitely looks hp lovecraft because if you see that and i'm not spoiling anything because it's in the very intro that essentially hell opens And this entire town becomes plagued. Um, These adventurers um, come into town looking for gold riches and just um, essentially popularity. And so you choose these characters that come out of a caravan. You make your team. There are essentially melee characters. So there's tanks. There is DPS melee. There's healers. One thing that's really cool as well, there are actually some characters that can't play with each other. So there is. So they, they each have like their own personalities. Exactly. So That's awesome. There's one character in particular. It's called the Beast. Um, he looks like a human, but he's covered in chains. Um, one of his special techniques after like he ramps up, he actually turns into this massive like creature because he got touched by essentially this hell, um, spawn like hell plague that's creeping on yeah. the town and so he turns into this creature but none of the light people so the priest and the paladin will not go into a group with them they're just like no we are not going anywhere near this guy so there's kind of that kind of fun aspect yeah i like that mechanic a lot yeah it's a side scroller you have four characters you typically have your tank in the front the healer in the back and the two dps in the middle um or you can switch it up a little bit um uh, there's definitely some crazy aspects um <laughs> You the game is set up for you to fail, and I'm gonna be honest with that, um, yeah. just because um, at the very first challenge that I did in the f- newest version, just because I hadn't played for a while, I bought it for the PlayStation. I clicked on something, and I'm not gonna spoil it because I'm mm-hmm. gonna let you find out by yourself. And these creatures that are like fr- way, way down in the game just like come out, and they instantly killed my entire team. And I was just oh, like, geez. what just happened? And I was so mad. I was just like, oh, I'm resetting. I, mm-hmm. because I I've done that so many times in XCOM. <gasps> like, I go in expecting to, like, crush it. I have all my best people on it. And they all die. And I get real sad. And I reload a previous save because I don't want to lose them. Yeah. Oh, man. XCOM is so, so good. Have, yeah. you, have you played XCOM 2? Oh, yeah. That's the one I... I that was on PS Plus, what, two months ago? Yeah. So I, I had it, I had traded it in to get some other games, so once it was on PS Plus, I was like, yes! I'm so excited. I, my, and also with, like, XCOM, I, with Darkest Dungeon, can you, like, create and name the characters, or? Yeah, you yes, can. Yes, because that's, like, one of my favorite things in XCOM. So you can't change their gear very much, you can change mm-hmm. the color, but you can change their name. Um, when awesome. I, I streamed it for a while, and I actually named them after people who were watching the stream, and so people could watch themselves essentially as mm-hmm. i'm the puppet master um die at my hands and it was a yeah. lot it was a lot <laughs> that was actually one of my when i did extra life last year i i did xcom and if you donated like 20 dollars, i would make you in xcom oh my god 
and a couple people did that, and they didn't survive, and I felt real bad. Because <laughs> I, I played that, like, late into my stream, and so I was not in the strategic mindset for an XCOM game. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot to play XCOM. <laughs> it does. So if Darkest Dungeon is even the slightest bit like that, I am all in. 100%. That's awesome. Do you have anything else that you you want to suggest? Um, I guess music? Mm-hmm. So... It depends. Oh, what kind of music do you like? Pretty much everything but country. And I know that's a very easy thing for people to say, but I, I don't hate on music. I mean, that's fair. I've been like in a really like electronic, like almost like rock kind of thing recently. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of the band Pendulum. So no. good. Um, I would suggest Watercolor and, oh God, Watercolor. What is the other song that they make that I really like? There's Watercolor and there's Witchcraft. Both very good okay. songs. Um, they do have some well, songs that they've com- like done collaborations with, like almost like metal screamo bands, which was kind of confusing, oh, wow. but it was really yeah. good. What is uh, define like electronic rock? Is it like synth rock and stuff? A little bit, yeah. Um, it has like this. At least these particular songs in general were made in like 2014, mm-hmm. so it had almost like that kind of like obviously almost like not even ch- not even chill step it had like that ramp up and that it had the drop to it i'm okay. not i'm not very good at describing music that's fine um y- you just said chill stop and i was like i don't even know what that chill means. step um so chill step yeah yeah so it's like almost it's dubstep but it's like calm so it's just like oh, okay kind of like slowed down it's pretty does interesting does the beat drop in, in in that sometimes yeah but it's okay. like kind of like a tr- i don't know the words I don't know because it's ten thirty at like, night. It's like soothing. Yeah, it's kind of soothing. Yeah, gotcha. Um, okay. But I typically like would suggest. <laughs> I'm not going to suggest it this evening. I'm a huge K-pop fan too, so I'm just like okay. K-pop, and I, mm-hmm. I'm all over the spectrum. Like my entire music. Li- oh, God, if I could go in. Okay, so if I go into my library right now, mm-hmm. there is um, the rock version of "Fake Love" by BTS. Then there is the Backstreet Boys. And then nice. after that is um, God is a Woman by Ariana Grande. And then tw- <laughs> <laughs> 21 Pilots, Busted. Sweet. It's like, I have so... That's great, yeah. Yeah, I like a lot of music. That's awesome. So yeah, those are my recommendations for now. <laughs> That's great. I, 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 I'm I not going to hate on K-pop, because I haven't listened enough of it, but um, I believe, like, I watch f- the Fine Brothers and their yep. react shows, so yes. sometimes they do, like, K-pop stuff. And the one that got me was uh, Girls Generation. Because, <gasps> yes. man, they have some catchy ass tunes. Oh. And I would just, like, listen to them on repeat, repeat like, yeah. last year at some time. Twice. And then Moo Moo Land are also... I- I'll send you a list. Uh, they're okay, fan- perfect. They're fantastic. They're super catchy. And, like, I have friends that aren't into K-pop, and they're just like, this is way too... Ca-. like. I didn't really like K-pop, and I just, I just, I don't yeah. like it still. But I, I kind of like this stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a gateway drug, I, and it, now they're hooked. Exactly, K-pop. Nice. Um, those are excellent. I have, a, I have a lot of catching up to do, um, <laughs> but they're all good stuff. Uh, so now this show's all about the kind of funny community. It's all about the best friends that make it so special. Uh, how did you get into kind of funny, Fiona? Oh my god! So it was 2015. I um, was watching E3 with my boyfriend, and mm-hmm. I um, he's just like, "Oh, 
I open up Twitch and he's just like, look up this group called Kind of Funny. And I'm like, okay, um, I don't know who this group is. Um, mm-hmm. So I, sur- I brought it up and we we're watching it on TV and we were watching like <laughs> their um, reactions. So it was, we watched PlayStation, Xbox and everything else. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I like these people. I'm, yeah. I'm, I think this is pretty funny. I could not pay attention to chat because chat was insane. And so I... I still can't pay attention to chat, by the way. I, I don't know how people can keep up with it. I can now, which is surprising, but I think it's just because I've been on Twitch. Like, I mm-hmm. just do Twitch You're stuff You're kind of used to it, yeah. So I'm used to it now. So I went into Facebook because I used to be super addicted to Facebook, and I went into their channel, like their page, and it said, like, you had to get an invite. And I'm like, why do I have to get an invite for a fan page? Like, this is mm-hmm. so weird. But then I got instantly accepted, and I was like, okay, this is kind of odd, because as you and I both know, when yeah. it's E3, we want to get as many people into the group as we can. Yes. And yeah. so I was just like, okay. And then I kind of just hung out for a while. Um, I kind of really got into it just because I was in a darker place and later on in 2015, mm-hmm. and I actually had a very long talk to, like, heart-to-heart with Zyger, who I didn't really know, but Zyger's just like, hey, like... Um, you're are like, is everything okay? And I kind of just mm-hmm. vented to him. And then it's just been kind of like this spiral ever since where I've just like consumed my entire life in this community. And I yeah. love it. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Absolutely. Zyger's, he does that. To, he just does that. Like, that's him. I <laughs> like, like people are, some people probably shockingly who listen to this probably have no idea who Zyger is. And if you don't listen to episode one, cause he was my very first guest and he was my first guest for a reason because he is like the epitome of what a best friend is. Like you said, like you don't even really know him and he took time out of his day to kind of see what's up and make sure you're okay. And he's a fantastic human being. Absolutely. I had a conversation with him and then I was introduced to Kaylee and other people yeah. in the community. And then I became an admin for the Facebook group that January. So in 2016, I became an admin. And then ever since then, I've just been cons- just consumed. Just yeah. Consumed. And, and now you're the, the co-captain for the Extra Life team. I certainly am. Yeah. Which is insane. <laughs> like, if you told me, like, three years ago, you're going to be a co-captain for a child, like, to raise money for children's hospitals across North America. And the year before, you would have raised... Um, as a group, over $93,000. I would be chills when I hear that. I like it's... every single time, like, I tell people this all the time. I'm just like, I'm because I'm proud. I just sound yeah. like a proud parent. I'm just like, yeah, I'm like this co captain. I do all this. And they're just like, what? And then, like, I say, like, the amount, and they're like, you're lying. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, this mm-hmm. is a real thing. Like, this is a real yeah. community. Like, it's fantastic. Yeah. So, you should be proud for that because that is, that's incredible. The, the work that you and Lauren do for that i it's incredible and it all goes to a worthy cause absolutely and and it's you're are you already ramping up for this year are you thinking about stuff already oh man actually i already wrote down two proposals um one for a t-shirt contest and one um for a actual like fortnight like comp like tournament so we're currently ramping that up i wrote the like i wrote everything down for it um and we're going to be working on it lauren typically does the t-shirt contest she'll like she typically runs that portion but Mm -hmm. i wanted to do more of the gaming aspect this year so um jake from the community came up with this idea and so i was just like hells yeah i want to do this and so (laughs) i'm gonna be ramping that up in the next few weeks 
That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you have any tips for somebody who... Well, first of all, what is Extra Life? And then any tips for who, if they are interested in getting into it, what, what how can they do it? Absolutely. So Extra Life is specifically to um, raise money for children's hospitals across North America. Um, one thing that's super nice is... Um, the Kind of Funny Gang um, supports a children's hospital in San Francisco. I specifically run for a children's hospital in Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is literally 10 minutes from my place. Yep. I do one for Long Island. There's one on Long Island, so. Exactly. So you get to play video games, which I assume that if you're listening to this podcast is one of your passions. Yep. So you play video games. You raise money for the big, beautiful children. Um if you want to sign up for our group, it's kindoffunny.com slash extra life. Um, this year, our goal is over 100000 So definitely the goal this year. Um, if you're interested in doing stuff like that, um, you can raise money year round. It's not just on November the 3rd. It's mm-hmm. throughout the year. Um, another thing you need to um, just to keep in mind, just do something that you enjoy. Um, people uh, typically what they'll do is they'll do a 24 hour stream. So there's not only <laughs> kind of funny, but OK Beast, yep. Irrational Passions, Exploding Penguins. Oh, God. I think Lady Slay is doing something this year, if I heard correctly. I, I think uh, the New York Best Friends were, might all get together. We're kind of talking oh. about it and do like one big, maybe rent out a place or find someone's house and just go at it. That's because. We we all want to do it, so. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be super large. You don't have to stream on November the 3rd. I generally do it in December, so mm-hmm. I typically do my Extra Life stream in December. You can do it at any time. Some people actually do it in intervals throughout the year, so they'll do, like, two-hour um, streams. Some people have every stream dedicated to Extra Life, which is insanely awesome. Yeah. Um, so feel free. Um, if Even just, like, $1 or $2 is phenomenal if you don't want to sign up i understand that like um it's definitely um for a great cause though if you don't sign up yourself there are tons of great amazing people in the community who who are going to be doing 24-hour streams this year Mm -hmm. um and as i say every year if you ever need any help my dms are always open um i have assisted multiple of extra life streams and Mm -hmm. i absolutely love it i help with the kind of funny one last year and the year before i did okay beast Mm -hmm. and i jump in to as many streams as i can and my twitter blows up with me constantly retweeting everyone's posts about their extra life so yeah, definitely. That that's a good thing for everyone who's listening to do as well. Like even if you don't want to do a stream, just check out people who are doing it because as someone that's done it like for two, three times now, yeah. it's always good when you see like the viewer tick go up and you like someone's watching. It kind of encourages you and pushes you to keep going, especially if you're like in the late later hours of the stream where you're like real tired and Mm. you want to keep going it's always nice to pop in and say hey keep it up you're doing this is for a good cause like keep encouraging people and it's a great way to introduce yourself to people in the community as well the amount of people that i've heard say like oh man like i do podcasts with this person now and the first time i ever talked to them was in an extra life stream like it's Mm -hmm. and one it's inspiring two i'm not gonna cry but it's just like brings tears to my eyes um yeah. <laughs> it's one of the things where it's just like so inspirational like that it, it, throughout the year it gives me like chills but like around like november and especially the kind of funny extra life stream it's just like 
insane. Like the yeah. amount of feelings is phenomenal. So if mm-hmm. you want to introduce yourself, if you're shy, come and drop by and say hi to someone who's doing an extra life stream. Just like Kyle said, some people uh, just seeing that like one person in their stream is it makes like it's the world to someone. And I know for myself, it means a lot to me every single time anyone checks out my stream. So even just supporting and just saying like, Hey, just coming by to say hello and then drop a follow or just say, have a little conversation with people. It means Mm -hmm. the world to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. So what, one of my follow-up questions was Mm going to be your favorite piece uh, or favorite part of being a member of this community. I can imagine doing extra life is obviously one of those highlights. Um, But do you have any other highlights? from being a best friend oh my god okay um (laughs) um just the amount of people that i've met um honestly my best like my literal best friends are in this community Mm -hmm. and i'm happy to say that um i have kelsey i have all the admins i have Mm -hmm. people outside of the admin group and just like the amount of people that i've met um just by me like through this community the amount of inspiration i get um extra life is definitely in the top five like not even top five it's like top two it's the top two um first is definitely the people in the community um i have had numerous amounts of like (laughs) experiences i got to design vita island which was really interesting. yeah that's uh, i didn't realize that was you until very recently i was like that's awesome yeah that was a very (laughs) fun fact that was a very low point in my life because i had just had a I had surgery. I had emergency surgery a few weeks oh, beforehand, no. and I was sitting down watching the um, morning show, and they mentioned um, <laughs> Vita Island, and I'm like, I'm drawing this. I'm going to make this. So I got my phone, and I drew it, and I submitted it, and then that night, like, my Twitter blew up. Like, Greg mm-hmm. was retweeting it. Everyone was retweeting it, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this is insane. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. So there's just been, like, ups. Like, there's been tons of that extra life for sure the people mm-hmm. um the game nights that i used to run when um kind of funny live was happening so yep. i did that for two years this year we did one it kind of fell apart when the live stream that queso bros posted <laughs> went up everyone kind of oh. just, like dispersed yeah. it was just like <laughs> <laughs> but no it's just the amount of experiences and just everyone is just yeah. i'm constantly proud of everyone in the community and just like kelsey said there are some people that have definitely caused some issues especially as an admin but like yeah the amount of great and fantastic people i get to meet and talk to on a regular basis completely outweighs that yeah absolutely tenfold. yeah now before we get into the gog topic yes you said before we started recording mm-hmm. that you had a bone to pick with kelsey kelsey <laughs> so i think this is the perfect opportunity kelsey <laughs> Here's the dealio. Um, one, as much as I love you, you are a gorgeous, beautiful soul, just amazing person. But your choices in ginger ale are garbage. It's <laughs> utter garbage, girl. What the heck? Like, what? Oh, secret. Okay, when I'm in New York in October. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I will try Seagram's. And then I will proceed to pour the rest of it out because I know it's going to be gross because Canada Dry is amazing. I like if I have to, I don't drink pop, but Uh if I had to. Oh, geez. You call soda pop. I I certainly do. Oh, no. Oh, man. It's going to, there's going to be a lot of things that you guys are going to be like, oh, God. Oh, God, Fiona. (laughs) I've never met 
two people, and now they've been on back-to-back, or not back-to-back episodes, yeah. but within the last couple, that have such a hard and hard stance on ginger ale. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think it was something to worth worth fighting over. Well, it started, like, okay, I'll explain. So, one night, we're playing Fortnite, and mm-hmm. it's Kelsey, Jake, and I, and we start discussing ginger ale. And Mm -hmm. I say, like, oh, yeah, like, I don't even know how the topic came about. I said Canada Dry, amazing, because obviously it's Canada Dry. Come on, guys. And she says, that's, like, she said, that's gross. Seagram's. And I'm like, what garbage is Seagram's? And how do you think it's better than Canada Dry? So then we made a poll. But, by the way, out of 63 votes, everyone, like, there was, like, the majority was Canada Dry. And it was a very small portion. Very small portion. <laughs> said Seagram's. Because no one knew what Seagram's was. Because it's garbage. <laughs> so, I, the Just the name Canada Dry confuses me. Why? It's a drink. How, why is it dry? Why do people have dry wine? It's a, it's a type I, of... Again, I don't know. <laughs> I have no it's idea. Just, it, like, I find it very refreshing. One, okay. it uses real ginger, too. Three, it's Canada because you gotta support. It's it's kind of a thing that you need to do as a Canadian. Yeah. You kind of have mm-hmm. to support what you can, and I can understand like compared to other pops, it's not as sugary, so it mm-hmm. has that kind of like more authentic real taste to it, and it doesn't have a talk to- like a what is it? She said a chemical Tar- aftertaste. Oh, that doesn't yeah. have a chemical aftertaste, Kelsey. That's what real ginger tastes like because you have this <laughs> sugary crap called Seagrams. <laughs> I apologize oh, if anyone from Seagram's ever listens to this. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's. I don't even know. I haven't even tried it, but all I know is she made fun of Canada Dry, and now as a Canadian, I have a bone to pick with her. So, uh, so you've heard it first at New York Comic Con this year. We're gonna have a ginger ale off. We will, and it'll be a battle for for the history books. We will. We'll record it. We'll do yeah. like that blindfold test, like these. Like the on, Coke like... and Pepsi. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's the GOG topic. Every Woo! single episode, my guest brings on an old Game Over Greggy Show topic for us to discuss amongst ourselves. And Fiona, I'm very excited about this one because you brought a fantastic topic. And what is that topic? So I, there was definitely some topics. There was definitely some topics that I really wanted to do, but then I saw. Um, episode 35, Colin asked the guys, what are your favorite board games? Yeah. Board games are legit. They are legit. And as you, you mentioned, you used to work as a camp counselor. I run a summer camp. I teach. I'm around kids all the time. Board games are just, you know, standard issue. It's just what you do. Yeah. We have, I think... 135 board games holy shit that's so, a lot when i set up my like i'm actually in the midst of setting up my computer room again um there's an entire wall just full of board games that's awesome tons it's oh, so good what about what about board games you love um so i used to play them as a kid um i think when i was six years old i remember playing scrabble and totally being terrible at it but also playing mm-hmm. yahtzee i it just it's kind of like the nostalgia feeling feeling because it brings people together which even as my stream i like bringing people together so it's like always something i've really enjoyed doing so as the year has gone on obviously yahtzee turned into larger board games and board games that are based off of movies and video games and just 
dungeon crawlers and mm-hmm. like strategy the deck builder games are fantastic just the amount of different creative out um creative things ideas? that people can do ideas um just areas where people can just do their own thing is phenomenal yeah uh so what are some of your favorites Ooh, well, actually, going back to our conversation earlier, one of my mm. favorite board games of all time is actually an XCOM board game. Nice. I've never... You said that uh, when I asked you to be on the show and yeah. we were talking about board games. I didn't even realize there was an XCOM board game. Yes. So, in my luggage this year, when I go to Comic-Con, there will be an area specifically for XCOM, so I will bring Sweet. it so we can play it. That's awesome. So, essentially, it obviously, it is a, um, it's a co-op game. Um, you actually have to have a tablet and or a phone with you, because there's an application that goes with it. Oh, and okay. you are the commander, um, you have other groups and aspects, and you have this massive board that has the the entire global map mm-hmm. and you have to fight against obviously the aliens and you have alien scourges coming out. They're attacking your base. You have one person dealing with like money and like buffs, another person who is like the scientist. So they're c- trying to create things and taking the bodies of the aliens. If you've ever played XCOM, they mm-hmm. kind of like research them. So then you get more information. There's one person who tells people where to go. It's so much fun. Um, I think I've only, out of the many times I've played it, I think we've only won probably a handful of times because it mm-hmm. can get very complicated very fast. You think, oh man, everything's going great. And then it's just like eight aliens attack your base and you're like, yep. what just happened to me? <laughs> That's par for the course for XCOM. Yeah. So it's a super fun game for co-op. Uh, there are other games that I love. There's one called Clank. It is, I'm a huge deck builder game, and if you don't know what deck building is, you start off with a base deck, specifically when it comes to um, Clank, you start with 10 cards. Um, It's called Clank because you are dungeon crawling into a dragon's dungeon lair, and Mm -hmm. Clank is, you're making sound. The entire purpose of the game is being as quiet as you can. And so whenever you draw some cards, you obviously have the damage, you have movement, but then you also have Clank. And the more damage you have, the more, um, the actual more Clank that you have, when the dragon awakes you have Mm -hmm. to take all these um, pieces and then out of a black bag you draw these tokens again so you might accidentally die while you're in the dungeon Mm. because you made too much noise so each round you're collecting points and you're also trying to collect different cards which give you points at the end it's a lot of fun it's probably one of my favorites as well yeah that's a deficit in my board game knowledge i have i have yet to play a deck building game it's like my favorite. Like it's literally yeah. my favorite genre. Um, that I've played. What is it? Star Wars Destiny was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, there's a Marvel one that I I saw. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, it, is it was Conquest. Marvel. I know there's Marvel Legacy. There's Marvel. Oh God, my friend plays it all the time. Oh no, wait, that's DC Deck Builder. It was on. It was on an episode of Tabletop because like wh- I watched every episode of Tabletop and I enjoy watching them play um and, and i actually have some of the games from that show because they look super fun legendary and, yes there it is that's the one i've, I've always wanted once. to play that one i've played it once um i've played like campaigns so there's um pandemic if you've ever heard of the yes, game pandemic i've heard of that one there's pandemic legacy which essentially 
you can only play once because at the end your entire board's like marked up with like stickers and everything else mm. because you right now I think my character um which I based it off of a K-pop person <laughs> <laughs> um we're currently fighting against a scourge that like kill like the people are still alive, they're brain dead, they're walking around, but they're not zombies and they can't oh. be cured. So wow. the I I don't know if they can't call them <laughs> zombies. Um, we're not really sure what happened, but it's it's one of those things that's just kind of it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, some other ones from that show that I actually bought that I love. Uh, oh, Resistance. Resistance uh, is fantastic. I love that's one where I play with um, my middle school kids at after school, where it gets intense and a lot of like blaming goes around because basically it's a game where. You have some resistance members, uh, and some players are resist- resistance members, and some players are spies. Yeah. And it's up to the spies to fail three missions out of five in order to foil the resistance members' plans. And it's it's very much like a blame game. And there's a leader every round. You pick who goes on the mission, and yes. you got to try to figure out who's a spy. And oh, it's fantastic! It, it that's a good game to get especially for kids, get them out of their shell and get talking to one another and using, communicate, like, to get the phones away and then actually have, like, a lot of fun with it. Um, if you like that one, have you ever played, um, oh, is it Unlimited Werewolf? It's something werewolf. Oh, I know the werewolf. Yeah. Like, like there's werewolf and then there's, like, mafia, and we, I love those games. So good. There's also, um... <laughs> Oh, God. It's called oh Sheriff of Nottingham. Yes. It's, it's such a good game. Just like games like that, I always get blamed for everything. It doesn't matter what happens. I mm-hmm. always get blamed. Like, yep. they're just like, Fiona did it. I'm like, no, I didn't. And they're just like, yeah. Fiona has. I know, I know that very well. When we try to play were- uh, Mafia or Werewolf at summer camp, I can't play. I have to run the game. Because every single, after the first round, the kids are like, oh, Mr. Kyle did it. Yeah. So, like, I get voted out no matter what my plea is, and so, you know, I just tend not to play. Yep. Uh, another another one of my favorites, it's just a classic, it's Monopoly. Oh, of I, course. I, I love Monopoly. I love destroying the people I play with, and it just so happens to be kids, so it's weird for me to say I like to destroy the kids. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's... Trying to think about trading property and, and trying to get the best deal, and yeah, it's such a great game. It's probably one of the first board games, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. It's fantastic. It came out in the six, like the fifties or sixties, I think. It's mm-hmm. it's just like it's such a, like it has such a landmark when it comes to board games and just kind of like a staple. Like if you play board yeah. games, you know what Monopoly is. Like there yep. could be other games that you might not know, but it's Monopoly. They have like a billion different versions. I have yep. the standard original one, and then I have a World of Warcraft edition one. So there's just so many different versions. And, and of the it. best part about Monopoly is everyone has their own house rules. Yeah. So like everyone plays differently, and it's weird when you you play with someone you haven't played with. It's like you don't play this way, where you put fifty in the middle to start, yeah. and you have to wait till you go around go before you buy anything. And it's it's everyone has their own experiences with it, which is awesome. I mean, like, would Mario Party exist if um, Monopoly? Very true. It's it's literally more like it's yeah. monopoly but it's like different obviously there's a bunch of other stuff to it but like yeah. you have to go past this area you get bonus points you can put your character's face on a, um, a spot so then if someone else lands on it they get money mm-hmm. yeah 
completely. There's definitely... I've had good board game experiences and bad board game experiences. Uh Um, One of which, if you ever get the chance to... It's... Which everyone finds a lot of fun. At first, it's the Game of Thrones board game. Okay. So you get to play one of the houses. I always get stuck with Baratheon, which is fantastic Mm. in the beginning. But everyone's just like, you're the king. So we're going to kill you every single time. Doesn't matter what I do. I'm just like, I'm, I'm the nice breath. You want stuff? I'll give you stuff. Like, oh, you want my, like, you want everything? By all means, I will be a peasant if I get to live. How does that game play? Oh God. So essentially what happens is you have six houses. So you have, oh God, I can't remember all of them. There's, um, Greyjoy, Stark, Lannister, Baratheon, and then two others. You do not get to play as Targaryen though. Because Targaryen's okay. not part of Westeros. The and Tyrell's got to be one of them. Tyrell's is. And then one with, like, it's like a rose? Oh, God. Like I, I'm you, not going to be able to come up with it, but I see it in my in my brain. Yeah, so you get to play one of those houses. You always start as Baratheon. Um, Baratheon always starts as the head of, obviously, um, Westeros and just yep. the overall king. Because I took over, apparently. And then everyone's... Tr- you strategically vote each time um, and you get to put points towards if you want the crown, if you want to be the first hand, do you want more stealth? And then you vote. Um, Mm -hmm. And each time you get to move characters on different portions of the board, everything section off. So it has that risk aspect to it. But one thing I don't like about it is when you are killed off, you do not get to play the game anymore. Oh, jeez. Every time I've done it, I've been killed off three hours into a seven-hour game before. And I was just, like, just sitting there, and I'm, like, on my phone. And they're, like, why are you on your phone? And I'm, like, I'm dead. Don't talk to me. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. There's a lot of awful. There's a lot of games that after you die, there's, like, a respawn or things like that. Mm -hmm. Not in that board. Is that, like, the, the longest board game you've ever had? Like, a seven-hour Game of Thrones thing? No. I think it was eight hours. Um, and I think it was New Angeles. And I'm not allowed playing New Angeles anymore, according to my friends. <laughs> because I got so mad at the end. Because you're not playing against everybody. You have a secret competitive... Like, you <laughs> you get a card at the beginning, and it tells you who you're against. And you don't okay. have to win against anybody else but this person. Mm. And you have to get po- more points than them. If you get more points than that person, you win. So there can be multiple people who are going to win. Yeah. And one of my best friends, for the entire time, convinced me that he was not the person I was going up against. He helped me get stuff and everything else. He just got just enough points to beat me at the end. And I just, like, I typically am very... <laughs> I was not very professional, and uh-huh. I was a little bit angry at the end. And it, all, it happens to all of us. So my friends were just like, we are not playing this game with you ever again. <laughs> and that was the first time we opened that box, and that's the last time that box was moved. So, Yep. I, I have a similar experience with uh, Risk. Yeah. In, in college, my sophomore year, we had eight feet of snow in a week. Yep. And so we were stuck inside... And so we had risks. So we're like, let's play it. The game lasted a full day and a half. Oh, God. Where, like, we would strategically plan out stuff. Like, we were fully into it. And it wasn't just our room, because I lived with five other uh, guys, and our next-door neighbors came in to help. Yeah. Uh, We, like, got at each other's throats. And it was insane. I've I've yet to play that game since that point, because... I'm getting like 
PTSD just thinking about my it. My friends will not play with it. Um, play that game with me after how I reacted with New Angeles. They're just yeah. like, Fiona, you can't play this game anymore. And I'm just like, but I want to. And I keep on mentioning it. I'm like, hey, guys, like, we. I think it's been about a year and a half to two years. I feel mm-hmm. like we can bring back New Angeles. And they're like, so let's play Terraforming Mars. Fiona. Let's let's just avoid this. Video. Like, yeah, we're not going to play this game. Let's how? How often do your friends get together and play? Once or twice a week. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. So we have a group of people that we play with. We actually, there is a, there was a board game cafe just down the street from me. So I could mm-hmm. walk there in two minutes. Yeah. Um, they just closed, which was super upsetting. Um, just because they have two places. We're out of the city. Like we're close enough that I could just take a bus and then I'm right there. Mm-hmm. But um, they closed. It was really sp- weird it's like the day of the on the 26th of june and i remember this to a t they announced we're not opening our doors today and it's closed forever and i'm like what the why like that's so the place downtown is nice but it's we're in a college city so there's like four different universities and so all the university kids go to this place and it's in a basement um, which is like it's a nice renovated basement. I'm not saying that it's like sleazy, like you go mm-hmm. down into the trenches. It's like super spacious and everything else, but it's really difficult to play in there and then everyone's so loud. But yeah. we typically play we actually have memberships there, like lifetime memberships. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was pricey. It was I, I, I'm I bet. Have you ever thought about like streaming board games? Actually, I've played video games that were kind of like a board game. Um, Mm -hmm. Armello is actually um, essentially a turn-based game that has little animal sprites that you have to um, essentially take out the king. The king has been plagued. He's a lion, and he essentially has gone mad. And so you're trying to take out the king before other people are able to. So that's kind of like a board game. But I have thought of setting that up. Um, With my new layout, I'm going to have like a large computer table. So I should Mm -hmm. be able to do it, which would be super fun. That's Um, awesome. Get some friends to play it. Um, Because I think, isn't there like a a tabletop simulator thing that you could, that's totally just on the pc i did that once and yeah once again it didn't work it would well, it does um yeah. i kind of got silly and whenever i played it with my friends i was just like table flip oh. <laughs> and then gotcha. it's like fiona stop we'd be in like the middle of a game i calmly like it's calmly my turn and i would just flip the table and they're like no stop <laughs> I would do the same thing. Just the table flip is just... You always want to do it. And if it's on the computer, there's no mess to clean up. So, of course, just flip away. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Man, I want to go play a board game, like, right now. Do you have any other, like, great ones that you want to shout out? Um, So there's a lot of actual video game board games. If you want to kind of branch out, there's actually the Bloodborne board game, which is really fun. Um, I haven't played the fall fallout one, but (laughs) that one is apparently really good. Um, mice and mystics is a really good co-op one as well. It's actually a story based one. Mm -hmm. Um, one of my favorite ones actually as well is called Arabian nights and it's based off of the 1001 Arabian nights. You play as Alibaba or Aladdin, um, or, um, Sinbad and you play against like you all across the Mediterranean and the middle East you get to play these characters and your story unfolds in front of you. There's 
a massive book like this it's actually this big and mm-hmm. um so you go to an area you have to draw a card off of that card depending on which location you're at because there's different types of locations you get a number from that number you open up this massive book and then read off like your different options like you have to face an angry freet and then you have options like it says option m so you can say hello to it you can attack it you can try to capture it you can try to bargain with it you can try to flirt with it you can try to do a bunch of other stuff and then after that the person who has this little sheet that says what happens then Mm -hmm. that person says okay you have to turn to a thousand and three and so you open up a thousand and three and then it says you dealt with this angry ifrit and you tried to attack it do you have like swords and mat swords um and weaponry or Mm -hmm. magic and if you don't have either then you're probably going to get your butt kicked across the mediterranean or (laughs) you can either like capture the free there's so many different things um one of my favorite things favorite games was when i was playing with my boyfriend and he ended up going to stonehenge getting captured by a wizard getting if you've ever seen Pulp Fiction, it's essentially mm-hmm. the scene where they're in the basement and they're captured. It was essentially that. And then he got kicked across and then he ended up married. And then when you're married, you have to like whenever you go to one city, you have to go back to your original city because you have to go say hi to your wife. Oh, wow. It's the worst. I Every single time <laughs> I play that game and I get married, I'm just like... And it's just like remove one issue or like one effect on your character. I'm like marriage. Bye. (laughs) 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 Goodbye. (laughs) What's that one called? Um, Arabian Nights. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that sounds a lot of fun. Like I would want to bring it to (laughs) um, New York Comic Con, but I would actually probably go up a actual pay grade, like a pay bracket, because it's so heavy. Oh, I'm sure. Such a heavy game. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, one I want to shout out real quick is uh, Forbidden Island. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a really great team-based co-op game that I play with the kids a lot uh, where you have to, like, get these uh, – you need four types of cards to pick a legendary item mm-hmm. or, or or get it out of these, these caverns, these temples. Mm-hmm. And then you got to bring all four back to the helicopter before the island sinks. And the tiles can sink and be removed, and it's it's a different layout every time, which I like. It's mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a good adds good replayability yeah. of it. That's a fantastic. I want to get the desert one because I haven't played desert, but that has some cool different mechanics to it, which I, I love. I played the desert one; it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it for was, sure. It was definitely a lot of fun. Uh, all right, Fiona. Now it's that time of the show. Great topic, by the way. That was fantastic. Thank you. Uh, Questions and answers. We have, I tweeted out some questions uh, or tweeted out S questions for Fiona, and I got a lot of them. A lot of them are very much Canada-based. Yep. Uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, so we'll start with – they're in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with Caesar at Caesar04. Mm-hmm. So what's the Canadian starter set? Maple syrup and a hockey stick, eh? <laughs> Okay, so if you had to make a like a loot crate of Canadian things, one mm-hmm. it would have a toque. If you don't what know what is it's, a toque, a t- oh, wow, um, yeah. a toque is like a um, a hat. So it's just like a knit hat. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it has a pom pom on it. Okay, but typically it's just kind of like that standard like knit hat. Um, there is probably a beaver tail, 
which um no it's not an actual beaver tail guys um we're not killing a bunch of yeah. beavers um you it, you masochistic canadians you it is it is a pastry that's in the shape of a beaver tail and you can get seasonings on it it's probably not a not a very neat thing to put into a box but it's yeah we're gonna put it in there All right. um there's going to be um uh, instant tim hortons coffee Mm-hmm. Because there ha- there has to be Tim Hortons coffee, and yeah. it's going to be in one of those standard plastic Tim Hortons cups. At- if you're a Canadian, you understand what it is. Um, also, there would be a plastic container, but it's empty, and it has like a slice open in the top. It's for bagged milk because apparently we still sell bagged milk. Really? Yep. Okay. It's weird. It's so weird. Do you, um, how, how do you? Hmm, I'm trying to. So you cut like the corner off. Yes, you cut the okay. corner off. It becomes then, really uh, stale, by the okay, way. I was about to say, like, how does you keep it fresh? They're, they're, they used to sell, like, clips. Like, you could twist it and then clip it. Yeah. Um, sometimes they would, like, just suggest that you get, like, one of those, like, water containers and just put milk in it. But, yeah, it's a thing that my family used to do. I don't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> but it is still a thing. Um, maple candy, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, plaid, because obviously. Yeah. Um, a bunch of loonies and toonies, because that's a thing. If yep. you don't know what a loonie and toonie is, a loonie is a coin that has a loon on it. And that's why it's called a loonie. It's a $1 coin. And then there's a toonie, which is a, it has a darker um, inside and then it's like silver on the, not silver, but it's like a met- metallic on the outside. Yeah. It has the polar bears on it. And it's called a toonie because it's a $2 coin. <laughs> People think I'm so weird. I'm not kidding you. I mean, we we did just talk about Monopoly. It sounds like made up board game money. Oh, just wait. So our five dollar is fi- blue. Our ten dollars is purple. Yeah. Our twenty dollars is green. Our fifty is red, and then our one hundred is yellow. Nice. Well, that's actually very close to Monopoly colors. I I, I know. <laughs> That's awesome. I wish America had like different colors. That's um, just that's more fun to me. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else would go into a. Oh, you know what? It would be when you go into the airport in a Canadian like airport, you can find these like little stuffed animals, and obviously mm-hmm. there's always going to be a caribou. There's always going to be a loon. There's always going to be a um, a beaver and a black bear because those are typically the animals that you'd find in Canada. Mm-hmm. You have to put a beaver that's dressed up in a it has to be dressed up in a plaid shirt Mm -hmm. and you have to put that into the box and then there you go you're welcome that's a good canadian starter set you're welcome uh the next question is from justin uh what's the go-to order at tim hortons okay so so one time i was playing fortnite with kelsey and i'm Mm -hmm. gonna say probably the most canadian thing you're ever gonna hear so i'm gonna go outside I'm going to go down um, to the Timmy's. I'm going to take mm-hmm. my Looney and Toonie and then get my double-double. And before that, I put on my toque and my uh, plaid shirt on. Like, that's probably the most Canadian thing you could it, say. Definitely. Especially uh, since I didn't know what a toque was until a couple minutes ago. There you go. So, a double-double is a two milk, two sugar. Um, I never get it with cream because it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to get the sausage and biscuit, but I don't. Um, they they have these farmer wraps, which is like sausage, egg, and um, hash brown, and it's in mm-hmm. a wrap. And then a Boston cream donut or a um, maple glazed donut. 
And mm-hmm. then I used to get the smoothie. But one thing is, in the winter, and I'm not a huge fan of, like, those syrups that, they, like, those flavored syrups. Like, you go and get, like, pumpkin spice syrup. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of, like, peppermint hot chocolate. And so I learned this one time. Delicious. Because this one girl was just like, um, so we don't have any of, the, like, the um, flavored shot. But I have a tea bag. And I'm like, okay. Mint tea bag in a hot chocolate is fantastic because one it actually tastes like mint and two Mm -hmm. it's so freaking good even though tim hortons is like their hot chocolate is essentially just sugar with a little bit of chocolate in it Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) but yeah i would say you'd have to kind of have to get the maple donut though because you're in going there but yeah i hear a lot of americans go there which is so yeah there's one actually in madison square garden uh underneath it where the where i take the train (laughs) Yeah, like it's it's odd that it's there because I think there's a Dunkin' Donuts like two stops, two spaces away or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Uh, everywhere. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, Next one comes from uh, Bobby Midkiff on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, He sent these to me in a DM because I guess he realized I was recording. Uh, First off, happy birthday! Oh, thank you. he has three different questions. Uh, the first one, how did you first get involved in Kind of Funny? We kind of touched on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the first event you ever attended? Meetup. That hasn't happened yet. That hasn't happened yet. But guys, if you're in the New York area in early October, I'm going to be at the New York Comic Con on Thursday. Yeah. And I will be at the Kind of Funny Meetup on that Saturday. So That's if right. you want to meet me, um, if you want. And as a heads up, I'm going to give you all a fair warning. I am 6'2". I'm a very tall girl, and before you think like, oh, she looks she looks normal, I'm not a normal size. I'm a giant, uh-huh. and um, I'm very awkward, and be prepared for hugs. I will awkwardly hug you because I'm not much of a toucher, but at the same time, I also really want to hug everybody, yep. and I might cry. So if you see like this bubbling <laughs> giant over you being like, oh my god, it's, it's me. And depending awesome. on how much I've drank, it's yeah. probably, yeah, it'll, yeah. And I'm just telling you right now, because I'm helping Kelsey plan that meetup, yep. it's going to be a good time. So Absolutely. if you're in the New York area, make sure you're there. Absolutely. And then his third one was, what game has made the biggest impact on your life? Ooh, that that's, a, is, that's a big one. That's a heavy question. That is that is a heavy... You know what? And it's not even a game that I even play anymore. I mm-hmm. played World of Warcraft. I played it for five years. Um, definitely met some fantastic people, um, definitely met some not so fantastic people, but it definitely introduced me into the realm of video games. Um, I realized how much I missed afterwards because I only played World of Warcraft. I was raiding six times a week. I was playing arenas and everything else, but it really kind of introduced me and being a female on the internet, it really gave me a thicker skin than most, um, Mm -hmm. especially when dealing with pictures. Don't send me photos. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't do me. that. Yeah, don't do that. Um, no, it's just, it definitely opened my, like, whole horizon to video games and definitely just, like, the excitement and, like, getting that thrill of, like, beating that boss that you've been, like, working for on for weeks and, like, yeah. it just really got me into it. And I think that's what really made me want to, like, play games with other people. Like, I'm a huge, um, some people are not, I'm a huge multiplayer fan because i Mm -hmm. used to play with like 10 25 people at once for hours and hours on end Uh, well it makes sense with the board games too play with other people so i'm a huge like 
people person. So I love playing video games with other people. So that definitely introduced me. Um, kind of like when it comes to games recently, I'm trying to think. I Darkest Dungeon definitely for one, just because of the art style. I like interesting indie games. You you liked uh, what's the game called? You're a big fan of Abzu, right? Oh my yes, I am. I'm a huge fan yeah. of Absu. I love well, I live in a province that's surrounded by seventy five percent water, so water is definitely a huge thing for me. I wanted to be a marine biologist when I was a kid, so I was just mm-hmm. like, Oh my god. So I just love just art aspect. I've been an artist since I was six years old, so like just the colors and everything else in that game alone was just insane. Yeah. It, 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 it's, a, it's a beautiful game. I need I need to play it. Yes, Just because you do. of the visual style. It alone. was free. It was free. Yeah, I, I have it somewhere. I think I added it to my collection. At least I hope I did. Um, I so. Next, the next two questions are very much food based. Okay, I'm guessing. I'm a foodie, so I'm excited. Okay, uh, MC Wright, what up, Chibs? Woo! Um, all dressed chips, go. Oh, gross! <laughs> don't don't even get me started on all dressed. Okay, so what are not, yeah? What are all dressed chips? Are, okay, so it's essentially if you're familiar with Canada, we have something called ketchup chips. So if you Ugh. take yeah, it's so gross. Oh, so gross. I hate ketchup, so that's like ugh. yeah. So it's ketchup. Chi- I hate. I like ketchup. Hate ketchup chips. Okay. Ketchup chips are disgusting. But when I talk to Americans, they're like, "You have ketchup chips," and I'm like. Yeah, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a mixture of barbecue, ketchup, salt, and vinegar chips. So, like, you mix them all together, and it's, like, not only acidic, it, like, burns your mouth. It, like, mm-hmm. tastes super weird. But my sister's obsessed with them. I am not. I've never been. Actually, no, we only have barbecue right now. I did have a bag of all dressed. I was going to mm-hmm. show you what it looked like. But um, it's just, it's not, I'm not a fan. I know Shibs is probably going to come out and be like, Fiona, what the heck? I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. They don't sound like a good time. No. Uh, next question is from, oh, I, I clipped out his name. I'm <gasps> so sorry. Hold on. It was. Oh, I'm going to find it because this, this can't happen. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, I'll fill one in from Kelsey, because Kelsey okay. sent me some. She, uh, The first question is, why are you so amazing? That was oh, her first question. <laughs> my God. You know what? She is definitely, like, she's, if you've ever seen Parks and Rec, she's definitely my Anne. I love her so oh, much. Oh, yeah. She's, like, uh, just so nice and so amazing. Um, Even though we don't agree on ginger ale. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely my Anne. Uh, all right, so the question I was looking for is from Michael Hammond. Uh, in a bracket of the top Canadian foods, okay. what is the top of the Canuck culinary rankings? Does poutine coast to victory? Craft dinner? Oka cheese? Maple syrup? There's a lot of things that he just said that I do not know what they are. Okay. Minus the syrup. I know what syrup is. Okay. So um, poutine um, or poutine is yeah. a um, – essentially it is a French fry um, – Best way to get it is out of a food truck, by the way. Um, and gen- typically, I guess Quebec, but like honestly, like Quebec. Um, so you get fries, you get cheese curds. Do not get shredded cheese. If you have a poutine or poutine that has shredded cheese, it's not a poutine. Send it back. Ask them for cheese curds because mm-hmm. you don't get it with shredded cheese. If you've never had cheese curds before, it is so yummy. It is it's squeaky cheese it's so good it melts it's so good and then you get gravy 
Now it depends on what type of gravy. If you're a vegetarian, you can have vegetarian gravy. Mm -hmm. But like, there's also, I've had it with curry gravy before, which is a huge thing in Britain. Uh, chicken. I'm I'm a huge fan of chicken um, gravy, but then you can also get beef gravy, and mm -hmm. then you pour that gravy on top. By the way, don't put the cheese curds on after. You have to put the fries cheese curds then the gravy because that gravy is supposed to melt that cheese because yeah. if you have a cold cheese curd with hot great oh no no so you have to have all that um next is kd which is um craft dinner mm -hmm. yeah so it's um essentially pasta cheese powder milk butter you put it all together um actually canada is the <laughs> largest purchaser of this stuff i really? will admit yeah it's a huge thing here and like everyone has it all the time oh, I, yeah, we have craft mac and cheese all the time yeah i don't eat that anymore because i am actually trying to get more gluten-free because mm -hmm. gluten makes me feel terrible yeah uh, but i still have like a literal like gluten-free version of it um oh, did he say octa cheese he did that's like a french like dairy manufacturer that's not huge in nova scotia mm -hmm. um but it's still around here it's typically on the more expensive end really good yogurt by the way um their cheese i haven't tried their cheese but i like their yogurt mm -hmm. um what else did he say and then maple syrup oh maple syrup um so as a nova scotian i kind of have to say seafood because it's okay. just like if you live in nova scotia you kind of have to say seafood mm -hmm. um but i do like um Putin is definitely a massive, like, awesome thing. You can get chicken on it. You can get, like, <laughs> you can get chicken, beef. I've had it with lobster before, which was super good, which was, like, a, it was, like, it was a, almost, like, a seafood bisque kind of gravy. Mm -hmm. So good. Um, so it's really versatile. It's, like, the Canadian version of, like, pizza. So, yeah. like, everyone, like, everywhere you go that has fries, there's a variation of poutine. Um, That's awesome. So that beaver tails buddy if you didn't know what beaver tails were you kind of have to say beaver tails yeah um nanaimo bars are fantastic what are um, those it is a chocolate coconut base with like this almost like not so sweet custard but it's like in the middle and then there's like a chocolate glaze on top and you put them in the freezer and then they come out and there are these squares so mm -hmm. good so nice good. so good um oh god what else is canadian okay I know he had a photo of um, Hawaiian yeah, whatever pizza. Whatever it was. It oh, was, is that the Hawaiian pizza? It's Hawaiian pizza because that's technically a Canadian creation. It was made in Ontario. Um, so we can blame Canada for that. We can blame Canada. I, I like it, guys, but I'm mean, <laughs> just going never, I've never had it, so I don't have a, an opinion either way. So it's ham with pineapple, cheese, yep. the tomato sauce. I'm also not even a huge fan of tomato sauce on pizza, to be honest, mm. so... What would you uh, rather have on it? Alfredo sauce. I like Alfredo a okay. lot. I like a white base um, or garlic, like a garlic sauce. Okay. It's so good. I can appreciate those. Yeah. Um, next couple questions come from... Uh, man, I'm cutting off these people's names. I believe this was Andrew Gonzalez. Okay. Two questions. If you were stuck on a desert island, what movie, video game, and album would you bring with you? Okay, so I have a combined um, movie and album. It is Pirate Radio or um, The Boat That Rocked. It was a movie that came out in 2012. It is actually based on a true story of a ship that was based outside of Britain that played rock music when rock music was not allowed. And mm -hmm. they played the Beatles, um, Bowie, 
and a bunch of other music and then the soundtrack as a whole is fantastic like whites and nights like whites nights in white satin like mm-hmm. there's a scene i highly that's actually a very highly recommended movie i watch it all the I time i remember the trailers and stuff now it, that you brought that up brought it up so i'm i'm a huge fan of like musicals yeah. and like just mov- movies about music and that's probably one of my favorite ones because i just love the music in the 60s so i'm a huge fan of that um so i guess that would I would say that was just my movie because I can mm-hmm. watch it. I've watched that movie like 15, 16 times. Yeah. Um, book. Ooh. Oh, he didn't actually say book. Oh. So you're off the hook there. He so said he's... movie, video game, and album. Oh, video game. Yeah. You know what? I would probably say XCOM just because of like the variations and the variables that are in that game change all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you could have a good match, you could have a bad match. Um, so, I would definitely say XCOM or something turn-based. And yeah. then, music. Oh, God. That's really tough. Mm-hmm. Because I listen to a lot of, like, singles from, like, albums. I don't yeah. listen to enough, like, album albums. Um, so, oh God, what is it called? There's a particular movie that I'm... I would say probably any of the albums from the studio. Like, you know what? Change my mind. Okay. It is a jazz album, Ooh. specifically from music from Studio Ghibli. Mm. Okay. It's fantastic. That or the Ace Attorney jazz album, which is super nice. good too. Yes. That's nice. Yeah. I, I think album for me is always The Killers, Hot Fuzz. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Love that one. And then video game, I'm going to future proof this. Yeah. I'm going to say Dreams. Whatever Dreams comes out, because that game seems like it's endless. I, I, I just want it. <laughs> you cheated out of that question. I did cheat it out. I did. Uh, I, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, his second question, uh, who is the best character in the office and why? Okay. So I told him that I have a very long-winded answer about this. I'm my answer, My answer is Jim. Here's the thing. So recently I suggested people to watch The Office, including a person named Jake. And Jake mm-hmm. actually just watched the entire series in, like, less than a month and a half, which is Good insane. job, Jake. Good, Good job, job, Jake. Good round of applause for Jake. Good <laughs> job, buddy. Um, he watched it, and I said to him, as a heads up, and not to spoil it to anybody, um, a particular character kind of becomes a bitch in season nine. I'm just, like, I'm... Just... Okay. Okay, spoilers. I, I, think just, I think enough time's yeah. passed, so you can spoil it. Yeah, okay, so, uh, okay, so Pam. So Pam yeah. kind of, like, she becomes incredibly selfish. Um, he, she, he waited for her for three years. He then proceeded to date her. He mm-hmm. then proceeded to propose to her. He then proceeded to deal not only with almost getting punched, before even that, getting punched, like, almost getting attacked by her ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. So he waited for that. He did this. He was super supportive when she went to art school. He even told her, you know what? You failed art school. You can stay in art school until you pass. I am here for you. I'm here to support you. That was great. He was super excited about the fact that they were having kids. He was super supportive throughout all that. And then he then proceeds to find out that he's going to, like, his friends are creating his childhood, like, college idea for a, a job yeah and so he's just like i want to do this it's in philly and then pam's just like but our family 
And now I understand that I do not have children as a heads up and a disclaimer. I do understand that things are different. I don't have kids. I don't have that responsibility, blah, blah, blah. But like he was so supportive of her through eight seasons and then he gets this job Mm -hmm. and he's still like, you know what? I want to make things work. He then quits his job. He quits. He quits it. He quits his dream job for his family Mm -hmm. and then proceeds to say you know what i want to be with my family i love my family i don't want to lose you and so i feel like overall he takes a lot of beatings Mm -hmm. throughout the entire season i mean if we had to go by two people i would say dwight and jim because yeah fantastic but i would say jim that's a great answer i love jim jim is like the person i want to be in life he's just a he's the ideal male in he's my like, eyes. same here. You're yeah. just like, Jim. Plus, he's tall. He's super tall. He's, yeah, like, he is. Uh, shout out to Stanley. I love me some Stanley. And uh, I'm a big fan of Andy. Okay, Andy's really good. I love Stanley. Florida Stanley is probably my favorite yes! Stanley. By the way, are you playing Pokemon Go right now? I'm not. I'm not a Pokemon okay. Go person. So, they currently have a summertime Pikachu and it's where they're wearing aviators and a hat. Oh, and yes. Someone pointed out that it looked like Florida <laughs> Stanley. And I'm just going to name all my Pikachus Florida Stanley now because that's it looks, so good. It's so good. I just like when Stanley on Pretzel Day is just how I want to live my life. <laughs> Always be excited for things like Stanley is for pretzels. Oh my god. Or oh, when he so freaks good. out at Ryan in like season two because he was talking to his daughter. Uh, but, yes. And he's just like, ha- boy, have you lost your mind? Because I'll help you find it. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, yes. <laughs> he does. I don't know. Have you ever watched the bloopers of The Office? Yes. Okay. There, There's, I forgot what season it was. Yeah. But Stanley blurts out like before um, Steve Carell can get out of his line. We get to go home. And then the whole office just breaks out laughing because apparently Stanley was very much like the serious guy on set. Yeah. And oh, my God, it's one of my favorite bloopers I've ever seen. Oh, my God. I definitely I, I was wa- like, like I mentioned before, I was actually listening to your guys's recording. Um, mm-hmm. You and Kelsey. Yeah. And you were talking about your favorite parts and i like definitely agree with like the dwight episode where he like cuts off the face <laughs> yes and he's just like hello Clarice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that oh, and as work as someone who works in a call center the mock call that dwight and oh, jim yes. have to do is pure gold and every single time i went to my boss and i'm like i want to show new agents this because it's so good butt liquor our prices have never been lower <laughs> Oh, that's such a good one. He's just like, sir, like, what's your name? And he's just like, my name is William N. Butlicker. And he's just like, really? And he's just like, excuse me, my family built this country. Mm-hmm. Dwight, that's incredibly rude. <laughs> I, and I, I just love that Michael Scott went along with it. And he's just like, you're losing the sale. <laughs> and then he, he gets so into it that Jim... In this made-up character, sells Michael Scott on fake paper. And he's like, a million-dollar sale? What? I can't, I can't believe this. Oh, my God. And they both start freaking out. Oh, that show is so... It's pure gold. It's so good. I, 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 I need to get on my yearly re- rewatch. I haven't done it yet this year. I need I'm to already on my second yearly rewatch, and oh, it's, it's July. So it's so good. I used to do it with How I Met Your Mother, where I used to watch every year. Yeah. But I'm, I'm kind of tired of that one. But The Office... 
Parks and Rec, though. Parks and Rec. I worked in a a recreation department for 18 years, so that show is super relatable. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, So I got two more questions from Kelsey. Okay. Uh, What are you most excited about for New York, other than Comic-Con? Other than Comic-Con yeah. and other than seeing everyone's beautiful yes. faces and mm-hmm. then having to deal with that. Um, which, by the way, it was not a loaded question when I asked her what she was most excited about in 2018. And she says, I think that's a loaded question because Fiona's coming to Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah. um, one of my favorite... Th- one, I'm super excited about... Um, is it the... Is it Blacktop? It's the super awesome milkshakes. Um, actually, mm. um, if you watch one of... Um, name dropping um casey neistat's um, newest vlogs he actually went there with his um co-creator dan and they went okay. to, and like it looks amazing like it's a milkshake and then they have like ice cream on top with like whipped cream and cookies and a bunch of other stuff and it's like piled like this high and it's just they look so good um i'm that super excited delicious. about that um i was talking to justin and joe about have it okay as a heads up, since yeah. I'm going to be in New York, mm-hmm. um, the first oct- week um, week in, o- in October, I'm missing Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh no! So I'm thinking we have a Friendsgiving on that oh, weekend. That'd be awesome. So I want to do that. Um, so I want to like we need to get a group together and do that. So I'm super excited about that. And then the meetup, obviously, because I'm super excited because mm-hmm. a bunch of people have messaged me and they're like, you're coming to New York. And I'm just like, yeah. And they're like, I'm going to go to this meetup. And I'm like, you should. So. Yeah, well, definitely should. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And then uh, her last question was, if you were a cat, what is the first thing that you would do? <laughs> the important questions. I'm, I'm ending on the most important question that we had today. <laughs> of course, she asks me that question. <laughs> Um, if I was a cat, and it was the very first thing that I would do, mm-hmm. oh god, probably take a cat nap for like twelve hours because That's I never sleep, mm-hmm. and cats just sleep all the time. Like my cat, like I have two cats. One of them's named Hera, and she just sleeps all the time. And I'm like, man, wouldn't it be just nice to just like take a second? Because I probably sleep about four or five hours, if that, and just having like twelve hours laying in front of like just a light nice little sunny patch curling up and falling asleep. man yeah. wow as an adult that just sounds amazing it does sound amazing and yeah. like don't give a shit about anything that's what i i personally am a dog person not a cat person yeah but i appreciate a cat's attitude just like leave me the leave me alone i i yeah. know what i'm doing just buzz off oh cats so good i like dogs too by the way yeah. i really like mm-hmm. dogs but cats though i own two yeah that's awesome. Well, Fiona, mm-hmm. that's it. That's our that's your first appearance on this the show. Woo! Hopefully not the last. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not the last for sure. Uh, this was fantastic. It's good to finally chat. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Um, where can people find you if they wa- want to follow you? Um, I am on Instagram, Twitter, um, Twitch, all under the name um, Zoranix. So that is, and I'm going to say this the Canadian way, it's Z, or as you Americans call it, Z, mm-hmm. U-R-A-N-I-I-X. Awesome. And uh, how many times a week do you usually stream? Or do you not um, have a steady schedule like that? I typically don't have a st- um, steady se- schedule. I am trying to start up on Mondays for um, just the horror show. And then throughout the week, especially since we're start, um, I'm setting up my stream like room now. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be three nights a week. I'm My goal is Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. 
Nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So go go make sure you go follow Fiona over there. You can follow me at Ninja 73 on Twitter, PSN, all the things. If you want some free likes on Instagram, go ahead, let me know, because I don't post anything on Instagram, but I'll give you that like. Uh, you can follow this show on iTunes and everywhere, Best Friends Talk Funny, Twitter, BFS Talk Funny. Uh, if you want to be on the show, hit me up. I have a nice long list of people that have asked and people that have not asked that I just want to come on eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be happy to talk to a new best friend. And uh, I also do a PlayStation show with another best friend, Joe, Mr. Badbit, called The Trophy Room. We just hit 50 episodes, which is insane. And I watched that episode. Oh, did we do good? Bad? It was great. Amazing. Awesome. Absolutely amazing. That was, that was my first time live streaming anything. Like uh, on audio and, and video and stuff. You so. did really good. Thank you. It, it was a lot of fun. I enjoy doing that. So you can watch that over on uh, Bad Bit Games on YouTube and the Trophy Room everywhere. And until next time, remember be kinder to one another. Bye. Bye.